songwriter said, searched all over. Couldn't find nobody. Looked high and I looked low. Still couldn't find nobody. Nobody great. He's great. Bow your hearts with me. Father God, thank you. Thank you for giving us to know that you are the name that is above all names. You're the, you're the one who provides salvation, healing, deliverance, comfort. God, all that we need is in you. So we searched and we found because you found us. Thank you. And we ask, oh God, that just for these next few moments, have you be glorified in this place. Give me to say what you would have me to say and how so that someone will see you and me and ask you to be in there. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Who searched all over? Couldn't find nobody. The message is choose the right path. Now, um, we're going to start in Proverbs 14 and 2, and we'll jump to a few passages of Scripture. But Proverbs 14 and 2 says, Those who follow the right path fear the Lord. Those who take the wrong path despise Him. So there's just no two ways about it. It is either or. You know, you choose Him, and you're on the right path, and you love Him, or you despise him and stay on the wrong path. Very simple. So, looked up the word path and it says it's a way or track laid down for walking or made continually by treading. And the second definition was the course or direction in which a person or thing is moving. So, the Lord has really been dealing with me about path, you know, because we started started over there. We were in uh, Timothy and in our Bible study and, and now we're in the book of Daniel. You know, and you see some things and you see that sometimes it's the wrong path. And it's, it's really interesting because sometimes we as people we don't realize how bad the path is until we get further up the road or down the road. Now, I'm not a Pathologist. I'm not a pathologist. How do you like that one? <laughs> but I'm a little country girl from a little town in southern Illinois where it was, you learned about paths. And you learned quickly, even as little children. So I'm the type of person, I'm not a trailblazer. Don't look for me to be the explorer, to be pushing the bulrushes and the weeds aside. Don't, don't look for me to be that kind of person. I'm not, that's not me. My brother, yeah, 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 but not me. So I want a path, number one, that's been frequently traveled. You know, you want to see somebody that's been there and come back. You understand? Paths are important. So 
number number two, uh, well, still number one, you, you want a clear path. Because when I can recall times in, 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 in my life when I was a little girl back there in, in, in Alton, Illinois, and we were going to head to the local grocery store. Well, there was a certain path that you took to the grocery store. You didn't take the path to the grocery store if you wanted to go to the church or to the local restaurant. Those are different paths. Don't let people tell you that all paths lead home. They don't. And I wanted a clear path because there was woods in our area. You know, that's wild animals. Snakes. idea that it's a safe path to travel. So another thing, I had three points, and that was number two. The third point was you want a path that's going to lead you to the best, lead you the best way. And, and if the path doesn't show you very clearly, you want to know that you're on the path someone is giving you direction so that you go the right way. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I think back to reading scripture. The children of Israel, when God was bringing them out of their Egyptian captivity, he selected Moses. So Moses was going to be the spokesman for God. So he's the one that's going to give them direction that he's getting directions from God on how to travel, going to where God wanted them to go. They had a, a pillar of cloud by day, and they had a pillar of fire by night. And Moses let them know, if it doesn't move, you don't move. So you got somebody that's giving you clear instructions because you're getting them They didn't have war. <laughs> they want to kill Moses? What you bring us out here for? But God is taking and taking the children of Israel. There was a time when, well, early on, when the Egyptians thought about it because God had a plan. The Egyptians didn't know. They thought about it and they said, why did he let all these slaves go? We better go back and get these folks, otherwise we're going to do our own work. Remember what God told Moses. The enemy you see today, you see me. 
though God destroyed the enemy, even though God brought water out of the rock, I can't even, can you picture that? The first time he told Moses, strike the rock. Moses took that staff, hit the rock, water gushes out. People could drink. Because remember when, when God had the plague of the Nile River turning into blood, and not only the Nile River, but the water that they had in water pots that they had gotten maybe the day or a couple of days before. All of it was blood. They couldn't drink it. And they digging along the side of the riverbank trying to find water to drink. What an awesome God. I mean, he's showing himself mighty. He is El Shaddai. He is almighty. Because like I said, they did off the bat. They had instruction. God even told them, told Moses, he said, I'm not going to take them the fastest route because they will encounter enemies that are fighting men and they'll get fearful and want to go back to Egypt. When they didn't have certain food, they were like, we had it better back then. How you going to have it better being a slave? So sometimes, even though the right path is right there in front of you, it should Fast forward to Jeremiah's days. Passage in Jeremiah 3.21 says, where he speaks of fools on crooked paths. I don't like crooked paths. I don't like mountain roads. When I was young and didn't realize how close and how quick death would come, I could do those mountain roads. We would do hikes and all that kind of stuff. I didn't get older. I'm like, mm-mm. I don't know. You agree, Patricia? Mountain road? Hey. Who needs that? Told you I wasn't a trailblazer. Some, some paths are very dark. And as I said earlier, sometimes we don't realize how dark the path is until we get further up the road or down the road. I was thinking this morning, I was washing my hands with some of the bath body soap, you know, I love this little foaming soap. And I read it, I said, it said, uh, mango, my top. I said, I remember my top. That's a drink. And the thought came to me, said, do you know that you were drinking, you were an underage drinker? Yeah. I said, oh, man, I forgot. I was an underage drinker. I was drinking before I was even able to even buy liquor. I was on the wrong path. Hmm, I think he was the one buying it for me. <laughs> but to God be the glory. Thank God for deliverance. 
know, there are some, sometimes we just get on a dark path, but, but, but I think about those people as we were studying, um, they were in Egypt. God tells Moses, throw down your rod. Have Aaron throw down his rod, and it became a serpent. But there were magicians who did the same myself, I said, they were on the wrong path. And God being El Shaddai, what did he do? He had Moses, the serpent that was the rod, eat up their little serpent. But there are people involved in witchcraft and what is it, divination. And they're on the wrong path. And, and I don't think they know it. They really don't. Mother Tuggle, uh, um, my former pastor's mom, used to say, if you, when you know better, you'll do better. So I think of some of the people that are on these paths, and they don't know. I don't think they really know where they are. Um, I had a conversation with a family member the other day regarding people burning sage. And I said, how would you think that burning sage, uh, spice, is going to keep somebody away from you that's supposed to be evil? What is that? I'm, I'm, I'm like, this don't even make sense. But the family member was upset that I took that that statement, that I made that statement. I'm like, I said, it's witchcraft. Oh, no. Yes, it is. And, and you get started on these paths, and then you find yourself way down the road in a trick bag, you know. Yeah. If my, my former pastor said, it could, it could be one second you get into trouble, and, it, and you can't get out of it in a lifetime. You got to choose the right path. Amen. Someone agrees to try drugs. And they're, they're, they're posing the drugs to elementary kids as well. These little kids. I mean, it was bad enough when we were influenced in high school. These kids. And so they'll try it. Some will try it. And then find, them, find themselves down the road, strung out. Like the young lady who buried on. that she must have been about 14 years old and was on that path, hung, strung out for 20 years. Cancer knocked at her door. That brought her back to her mother's life. Her mother, she didn't know where she was. Off and on. When I used to smoke cigarettes, my uncle, who we spoke with yesterday, 90, 90, 91 years old now. <laughs> he had told me when I used to smoke cigarettes, he used to tell me, he said, I said, I'm going to quit one day. He said, all you got to do is put them down. They ain't going to jump up in your hand. <laughs> but what got me was 
you're letting a stick control you. Choose the right path. Because that's definitely the wrong path. My husband used to hate it when I did When we married the first time, he used to hate it. Especially when I'd have it come out. You know. And I wasn't that old. Don't tell everything. That would be the wrong path. Right. <laughs> right. My heart goes out to those yeah. who feel they're not getting what they need at home. See, I, see, I, I, I'm a, I'm a step kid, and um, I did Spirit of the Lord told me, I was, I was 13 years old, I know I'll just run it. And the Spirit of the Lord told me, said, it's not a good idea. You know, you'll probably end up on the street in prostitution. Don't, don't run away from home. You'll, you'll be old enough soon. Graduated at 16 from high school, had a job, still trying. I get grown because I figured I couldn't leave till I was 16. I was 17. I was going to junior college at 15, and I was working. Had my car, paying my little car note. And I said it one day. She said, "I'll be glad when I get grown." I'm, she said, "Get your keys." Yeah. I said, "Where are we going?" Just get your keys. Come on. And she, we got in my car. She pointed me where to go. She must have planned this thing. <laughs> Drove to some apartments in Azusa. She went in, told the landlord, this is my daughter. She's, going, she's emancipated. She's going to be living. We need an apartment for her. Two-bedroom apartment. I'm thinking, she already had a roommate for me. My mama had one of her co-workers going to be my roommate. So, what path was I on? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I couldn't. She, she was serious. I, I was out that week. Anyway, that's another story. But um, you got to choose the right path. But there's sometimes, you know, as kids, we would get so upset about being at home. I'm sure my girls probably got upset with us. <laughs> she said all the time. <laughs> so, but sometimes people go and join the gang. Life plus 10, he's done 27 years. 28. And he told us gang was not what he should have done. He should 
find yourself being wanted by law enforcement, Somebody told me, and I, I didn't know it was so until I found out, that by the time you realize that your parents were right, you'll be having children of your own telling you that you're wrong. Yeah. So it comes quick enough. So choose the right path. Stay at home. Endure. Learn. You'll be all right. Okay, Proverbs 4, 12. There's a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. But there is hope. There is a it, there is the right path that anyone who wants to tread can. Point number one. I had said I like a well-traveled path. Matthew, Matthew, John 3.16 says, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. I'm talking about a well-traveled path. John 16.33, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. But take heart, because I've overcome this path, and others have followed him, and we too want to be followers of Christ so that we're on the right path. Psalms 119, 105, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. There were times when I was a little kid that we traveled the path, and it was clear enough for you to see a snake up ahead. His word is a lamp to guide my feet. As I'm going through this world, following him on this path, he's giving me direction. Point number two, we want the path that is going to take us home. This is not our home. We have learned how to sorrow with hope. Because this is not if this was going to be my eternal place to abide, I would not be a happy camper. Brother David was, was praying, and he was praying about the ten souls that were called into judgment. Last foolishness. Lives gone. The nation in an uproar over police brutality. If this was my eternal state, oh, no, no. We have hope that is beyond all of this. Thanks be unto God 
John 14, 1 through 6 says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's house. If, hallelujah. If this were not so, I would have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you. When everything is ready, New Living Translation, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. I don't want to be anywhere where Jesus is not. Verse 4 says, and you know the way to where I am going. One of the disciples said, no, <laughs> we don't know, Lord. That was Thomas. Jesus says, we have, Thomas says, to say, we have no idea where you're going. So how can we know the way? This will come to our Lord, who knows just what we need. And then what Camille said, he sends you just what you need when you need Jesus told him, I am the way. The truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. This is the only way to get to God. I love Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Camille calls it my sleepy scripture. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. All your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. Because you know, we, what you call it, stinking, thinking. We can get off. I know I have been there's been times when I have falsely accused somebody because I misunderstood. He said, don't lean to your own understanding. Verse 6 says, seek his will in all that you do, and he will show you which path to take. Somebody was being sarcastic to me one day and said, oh, so you asked him what to wear? I said, I'll go to my closet, and I'll look, and I'll look at the weather, and, you know, he controls the weather. And so, yeah, you ask him what to cook. I said, you know what I do? I ask him to bless whatever I cook. Because somebody may have a condition, and I may put an ingredient in there that is fine for me, but not fine for them. I ask him to bless. Bless the food. I even ask Dolores, I even asked him to make it delectable and taste. Camille, how's those greens, girl? <laughs> yeah, in all thy ways. I need direction. And he promises to give us direction. So why wouldn't I ask? Number three, I said, know who is giving the direction. Proverbs 4.10 through 13. I'm on my child, listen to me and do as I say. And you will have a long, good life. That's what we want. I may not want it as long as my uncle, Rudy, who's 90 plus years, but I do want a long, good life, whatever long is. You know? You said you'll take it. <laughs> when I tell him that we're going together, he's like, don't talk like that. 
Verse 11 says, I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths. Come on. I told you I don't like them crooked paths, but the straight paths. You know, we can't see up the road. And God sees to the end of the road and beyond the road road. So why wouldn't I trust him? Verse 12 says, when you walk, you won't be held back. Look at that. When you run, you won't stumble. Look at that, because sometimes... I have, to, I have to, you know, bifocals and everything. you got to be careful stepping off a curb. Yeah. <laughs> Verse 13, take hold of my instructions. Don't let them go. Guard them, for they are the key to life. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. I said earlier, you want to be able to see clearly along the path or know the one who is giving you. This path is amazing. So a lot of times we can't see, but we see faith. Because we trust him. As we study the word of God, we learn integrity. And we discover his great love. That belongs to That blows me away. He loves us so much. He's the right path. He's the right path. Do you know he's already chosen you? Thank you. We are chosen. Before the foundation of the world, before we were informed, in our mother's womb. I close with this. Psalm 23. Lord is my shepherd. We did a lot of talking about them, those sheep, and how dumb they were. How greatly they need the shepherd. The wolf will come. Now, you know, the, the deer knows danger. He'll stand and freeze. But the sheep, he's standing there like, what's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> or shear me. Whatever. Need the shepherd. One who takes not a hireling because he's in it for the money shepherd who loves sheep David said I have all that I need now when we think of need and we start thinking of you know stuff no no And he knows he knows best for me. He lets me rest in green meadows. Wow. 
He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. I'm so glad it's about him and not about me. He renews us. He leads me to beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along the right path, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, uh, sometimes it gets dark. Things be happening. He says, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. Letting me know I belong to you. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely, somebody preached on this one. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. He talked about goodness and mercy. And I will live in the house of the Lord. Well, choose the right path. chosen us. So he's given us an opportunity as his creation to choose him, to choose the right path. We can choose to do right or we can choose to do wrong. We can choose to obey the laws or we can choose not to. We can choose to receive Christ or we can choose not to. Even from an electrical standpoint, uh, from Kirchhoff's law or uh, Ohm's law, it tells us that electricity finds the, the, the path of least resistance. Is that right, brother? The path, it's it looking for a quick way, you know, to ground. We need to be rooted and grounded in the Lord. We just some folks here that in this sanctuary, on this day, in this city, that love Jesus. Everyone in here have come from somewhere. And every one of us in here is going someplace. Which road are we going to choose? Which path are we going to choose? You know, it's easier to get along than not to. For instance, you have to work and not get along with somebody. I got to let you know I don't like you. I see you coming. You know what? No, it's easier to get along. If you want to have a friend, you must first show yourself friendly. It's a choice. If you want to be blessed of the Lord, just choose the right path. Jesus said, here I am, my arms are wide open. Come on in, come on. I'll bless you. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the desires of your heart. I'll turn your dark yesterdays into bright tomorrows. He said, just choose me. How many of you, I won't take the poll. 
have, 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 have chose the wrong path at times. I know I am. I closed my eyes, raised my hand twice, and three or four or five times. But, oh, isn't it a blessing when you know you've chosen the right path? You know, Jesus, the Lord said, I'll show you the path of life. And in his presence is fullness of joy. And his right hand, that's pleasure. So it's just a band of kind of shares a song. I want somebody today, whether you're in the sanctuary or you're on Zoom or you on Facebook or wherever you may be, not Zoom, but Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, it's about Jesus. It's about life. It's about who you are. It's about where you're going. It's about where you're going to spend eternity. Somebody need to make a decision today. And to know that today is the first day of the rest of your life, what are you going to choose? We're living in crucial times. Our children are being drawn away with everything you can think of. And they need to know that the love that mom and dad has is the love that comes from Christ. And for us, it's been around here a long time. We need to continue to choose life. Amen. Amen. Brother Bill, before the day is over, we're praying for you, brother. So good to see you today. It's been a long time. God's not through with you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Anybody decided today? Glory to God. I don't care where you've been or what's happening in your life right now. Today is the day to make it up in your mind, to make it up in your heart that you're going to live the balance of your days for God. You're going to choose the right path. Yes, we've all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, but He is so merciful. We don't have time to tell it all, but she was telling on it. We haven't always been talking about Jesus. <laughs> we were jacked up. Laying up 
another path. <laughs> but God saw us where we were. Thank you, God. And you know what? Today, I'm still choosing the right path. I chose this morning to get up and come to the house of the Lord. Nobody drugged me in here. I chose this morning to open my eyes, when I opened my eyes to pray and to call on God. I, I, it's a choice. You know, the enemy wants to tempt us and to drag us away from the right path and to put us on the wrong path that leads to destruction. It hurts so bad and so many times that I've been to prison ministries and young men and women are saying, if I had a listened to my parents, if I had a stayed in church, and they're facing 20 and 30 and 40 years, choose the right path. Praise God. Is there anyone today by the showing of your hand and you just want prayer today and you've made up in your mind that you want to choose the right path regardless of what your past have been, the right path now is to follow Jesus. If you're in the room, just raise that blessed hand up because I want to pray for you. Amen. You know, there's unity. In, where, where there's unity, there's strength. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There's freedom in Christ Jesus. Amen. We're not coming out of here, coming here for, for out of duty or some religious thing we have to do. We're coming together as believers who love Jesus together to worship him and to get instructions from him so we can live our life that will be pleasing to him. Amen. Praise God. Brother Joshua, I saw your hand. Praise the Lord. Amen. Brother Bill, Father God, in the name of Jesus, in the glorious name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the, the, there's no other name under heaven by which men must be saved. It's the name of Jesus. God, we call it up on your name even now. Thank you for Brother Joshua and his family, Lord. Thank you for these precious people, Lord. Knowing that you have a plan for them. Knowing, God, that you brought this man from a long way and you're not through with him. You, we are a work in progress. He is and we are too. And so, Father, I pray your choice is blessing upon his family today and upon him. Cause this man to be a pillar in the house of God. Give him a servant's heart, God. Give him a humble heart to where as he hears your word, God, he'll surrender to you. He'll be that man. He'll be that father. He'll be that husband. He'll be that man of God that's carrying the word. He'll be that preacher that will let the world know how great God is. He'll be able to sing a song that says, look where he brought me from brought me out of darkness into this marvelous light. So, Father, I pray that you would cover him with your precious blood in the name of Jesus. Again, let this day be the first day of the rest of his life. Father, we thank you for Brother Bill on today. Thank you for seeing my brother again, Lord. Oh, God, through many toils and trials, Lord, you, you brought him to this point on today. And, Father, you see what's happening in his life. You see what's happening in his body, Lord. You know what he stands in need of. So I pray now by the power of the living God. Mm. Holy Spirit, fall afresh upon him. Restore God what the enemy have tried to take away in the name of Jesus. Oh God, you, you are a heart fixer and you are mind regulator. You said that you would keep us in perfect peace if we kept our minds staying, if we keep our minds staying on you. So, Father, we pray your choices, blessings, your blessings of healing and deliverance on Brother Bill now, on Sister Sonia, his dear friend who brought him here, 
upon his wife, Jerry. Bless her, God. Strengthen her in a very special way. And so, Father God, we just thank you, and we just praise you for this time of fellowship on today. We pray for We thank you for everyone that's in the house of the Lord on today. We ask, God, that you would stretch out your mighty hand, send healing where healing is needed, deliverance where those who need to be delivered, God, those who are in financial straits, God, you are Jehovah Jireh. You're the God who provides. We thank you. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Thank you for your maidservant who shared the word on today. Thank you, God. Help us to continue to choose the right path. Help us to be loving and kind and gracious, Lord, because that's what you've been for us. And so we bless you, Father. We thank you, Lord. And praise the Lord, we praise you, Lord, as we prepare to leave this place but not your presence. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for meeting us here today. We ask you, Lord, to bless the tithes and offering boxes on the wall in the fellowship area, God, that you would, every penny, every nipple that goes in that box, it would go for the upbuilding of your kingdom. And we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So why don't we stand on our feet? Let's get out of here on a high note, sister. Let's, let's get a little praise and we're going to be dis we dismissed now, but let's praise the Lord for a few seconds. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.